Spirituality gets a lot of side-eye these days, and admittedly, some of it is pretty well-deserved. Things can feel a little bit floaty, a little bit out there, and more than a little weird. But I promise, it's not that crazy. It just needs to feel a little more human. And that, my friends, is why I'm here. I'm your host, Caitlin, and my goal is to take the super woo and bring it back down to planet Earth. Whether you're spiritually curious, spiritually closeted, or just a spiritual seeker who's itching to take things a little less seriously, there's something here for you. This is a Soulfire Productions podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Episode three. Here we go. I'm sitting same spot staring out the window today. It is not raining for the first time in like five days, which is pretty fun, but it's still cold, still a little bit of weather feeling. So I'm enjoying it being all cozied up. Got another big cup of King coffee, which I promise I'll tell you more about King coffee at some point, but for now it's just really cozy. So wherever you're tuning in from, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for listening. And I really can't wait to dive in to today's topic. So without further ado, let's just dive right in. I want to talk today all about questions. I love questions so much. (laughs) I've always had a lot of questions. I've always been just an incredibly curious person. I love learning. Like I love learning. I always said growing up that I would absolutely love to be a full-time student forever and ever and just learn all the time as my job. That'd be amazing. I just have always had this deep desire to know and to understand. And in particular, one of my favorite questions has always been why. I actually, as I was creating this episode or thinking through what I wanted to talk about, I should have asked my mom or my dad if I asked why all the time. You know, those kids who like just annoy everybody and they like tug on the sleeve and just ask why, 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 why over and over. And the adults are like, fucking hey. <laughs> like, I really wonder if I was one of those kids. Um, but to this day, I really do love asking why, like really digging deep and getting to the root of things. Y'all know I'm really about root cause over here. <laughs> and if you didn't now, you know, really love root cause. Um, I'm actually laughing, thinking of conversations that I've had with friends over the years. And they'll say something, I don't even know the topics at this point, but they'll say something and I'll be like, why? Why do you think that? Why? Why? And they'll come back each time and I'll just keep asking why and keep asking why. And almost, you know, all of them that I can remember end up getting like, not like actually mad, frustrated, but like, oh my God, I need to walk away (laughs) because you're making me think too deep into this. I was not prepared to go this deep into this conversation that we were having. So. All of that is to say, I really love asking why. And maybe that is the projector in me. I know we haven't talked about human design yet, but we will definitely be talking about that many a time coming up on the show as well. So you'll learn more about projectors. But if you're out there and you're a fellow projector, let me know if that lands. Do you also love asking questions? So specifically today, though, I wanted to talk about asking ourselves questions. This was actually inspired by two friends and mentors of mine. I really, really deeply love and respect these two humans. I have learned so much from both of them in so many different areas of my life. They have helped me grow and up-level just immensely. And so both of them, independently from one another, have brought up this idea of asking better questions 
of ourselves, of each other, of, you know, one of them is an intuitive mentor. So (laughs) better questions of our spirit guides and the information that we're getting and all of that. And I think that is totally a hundred percent valid. And I am fully on board with asking ourselves better questions. However, the issue that I see for a lot of people, and I know this was the case for me for a very, very long time, is that we're not even asking ourselves questions at all. Period. Full stop. Like we're just not asking ourselves questions. And so you can't really get to better questions unless you just start asking yourselves questions. And the other issue I see that kind of goes hand in hand with this is we're only asking ourselves questions that fall within certain boxes that we've unknowingly been operating in. Again, this was definitely my experience for a long, long time. And I didn't really recognize that until I was on the other side as you know, we so often do when we gain new levels of awareness. But I want to kind of speak from my own experience on both of these fronts on just the not asking ourselves questions in general, and then also only asking questions that fall within these specific boxes that we've been given. And so I'll start with the questions in general, something that I, for a very, very long time, and I didn't realize for a very long time, really, I think until my health kind of tanked and I was healing physically from all of these different health issues is that life is always giving us feedback. And this is true for our health. This is true for our relationships. It's really true everywhere. And for a really long time, I was not doing anything at all with that feedback. Like I kind of mentioned, I didn't even really know that I was getting feedback. I was just kind of existing and getting pushed around by the feedback that life was giving me. I kind of see it as this image of being in a bumper car, kind of being blindfolded even. And you're just going around, rolling around in this little car, bumping into everything, the walls, the other cars, and you're just kind of being swept up by these different bumps and your direction changes and you're just going along, but you're not really aware that you're bumping into all these things. You're just kind of along for the ride. And part of that definitely comes down to awareness. You know, it's a choice to see everything as feedback or if not a choice, it's at least a level of awareness that everything is feedback. And so until I had the awareness that everything is giving me feedback at all times, I couldn't really use any of it because if it's like the blindfold, you know, I'm just getting pushed around and bumped around. So part of it comes down to really just awareness in general, right? Like the choice to see everything as feedback. And if it's not the choice, at least it's just the awareness that everything is feedback until you have that awareness and until you are in the habit of making the choice to see everything as feedback, then you can't really do anything about it. You can't really use that to propel you in any specific direction. Like the awareness is great, but at the end of the day, I think that's not really enough back to that bumper car analogy, it's literally like you're in this bumper car, but you've taken off the blindfold now. So you can see what you're bumping into. You can see the cars, you can see the walls, but again, you're still not really doing anything about it. You're still kind of allowing yourself to get pushed around by it. And so after this, the next really important step, is actually quite simple. It's just to start asking yourself questions about the feedback, which Again, not a lot of us are in the habit of doing, not a lot of us have been taught to do that, I think. And so 
when you get those pieces of feedback, it's just to ask yourself, what do I want to do with this? How is this making me feel? Questions like that. And once you're in the habit of just asking, just digging a little bit, then you can start digging deeper and asking the better questions. It's kind of this process of refinement. Like, is this really the right question to ask in this particular situation or at this moment? Did I actually get the answer that I needed? Can I get even more specific with this feedback or with the answer to this question? And so you get to start to, again, dig a little deeper and refine your process. But the other situation, the only asking ourselves questions that fall within certain boxes. I think this is more damaging in a way. And I think it's also a little bit alarming or frightening in a way as well. The easiest example that I can offer from my own life is the process of choosing what I wanted to study in college and then subsequently, you know, choosing my career path. Cause I think they are, for those of us who are in college, they tie together. Although So many of us don't actually end up using our degree out of college, which is kind of funny. So anyway, I remember kind of being asked, like, what do you want to do? This seemingly open-ended thing and hearing a lot of, you know, you can do whatever you want and be whatever you want and study whatever you want and all of that sort of conversation. But it really wasn't fully open-ended. It was what do you want to do and study and be within this box of options that society and your conditioning and, you know, family all says is appropriate for you and will make you successful. And even the idea of success, like success based on what conditioning says it is and family says it is, what you've learned and picked up from them, not necessarily what it truly is for you. That was certainly my experience. And so, you know, operating within that box, my answer was vastly different than it is now. Um, Throw back to my toxic job. You can catch the highlights if you haven't listened to episode one. I touch on it there and I'll definitely go into more of it later on in the show and later episodes. But the box that I was in that I had asked myself, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up and what I want to study and all the things got me to that job really. And you know, looking back, I'm really grateful to have had that experience. I (laughs) learned so much from it and I wouldn't be the person that I am. I wouldn't be into the things that I'm into and all the things without that experience. But at the time, that certainly wasn't my perspective on it. It was really hard and really challenging and really stressful and, you know, all those things. So when you start to ask yourself these questions kind of outside the box, like really asking yourself questions about what is true for you, what is aligned for you, who even are you? It's so much more confronting and challenging, I think, than many of us anticipate. Certainly, I did not expect it to be quite as tough as it was, because in a way, it really threatens everything you believe to be true about yourself and your life and your trajectory and all of it. And so you really start to question everything, really. And If you've lived your entire life within the guardrails of this box or maybe many boxes and you suddenly remove the walls, that's kind of alarming to have all this space. You know, you've never known that much space before. And so what do you do with it? It's actually really beautiful because in that space, literally when you have all of that space without the walls, it's like full space, full time to really define it for yourself based on what's true for you and you alone. 
like really to dig into what's correct for you, not based on anything but your own answers. And if your own answers come up, you know, similar to the way you were raised or the way society has conditioned you, that's great. You know, it's not to say that everybody needs to take a big left turn and be an entrepreneur or whatever it is, but it's just the space and the time to ask and define it for yourself. It's so, so, so valuable. What do I actually want? What do I actually desire? What do I value? Some of these bigger questions without any limitations on them. And, you know, at the core, I think a lot of those questions really just come down to who am I? This was me growing up. Like I was never really encouraged or given the opportunity or taught to, or, you know, took the time to actually get to know myself on that deep level. And so like at this point, fast forward, grateful for all of the work I've done and the experiences because I am so clear on who I am and on what I value. And, you know, at this point, any box that I encounter, because I'm still, I'm not, you know, hundred percent free. I'm still realizing more and, and peeling back more layers and really getting more in touch with myself in, in different ways on different levels. But if I encounter any box, it's gone. I'm, I'm doing whatever I need to do to dismantle it because that's not actually me. If it's in a box, that's not me. And that's not to say my awareness doesn't shift and change as I do, because I'm always growing, always evolving, because it absolutely does. But the difference is I hold the knowledge of myself, but I don't define myself by it anymore. I think for so long, part of this too, was I defined myself by the boxes really. And, and so I think that's part of what made it so incredibly difficult when I started to dismantle those first couple boxes is like, that was me. So <laughs> without this, who am I? And I guess I, that's really the core of it. I guess I've come full circle a little bit, but when you hold onto them so tightly and you really latch onto them as you, it becomes even more challenging when you start to question all of those things. And so I think the the point is to, or the the goal perhaps is to hold them, hold them, but not so tightly that you can't be fluid and grow and evolve and change and, and give yourself the space to do so as you get further into these levels of awareness. You know, once you start just asking yourself these bigger questions, like who am I really without any limitations, without any boxes that I've previously been operating in. It's that same process of refinement that I was touching on before, like getting more specific with our questions. Am I asking the right question? Am I clear enough with my question and with the answer? All of that sort of thing. It applies here as well. But the point that I really want to drive home is just give yourself the space, the time, the permission to ask yourself the questions. And I'll add, I've mentioned a couple of times that this can be really confronting and challenging and, you know, it really does start to shift your entire reality in a way. One of the most impactful things that I've done for myself in this process, this, you know, uncovering process is really to put myself in a room with someone who can reflect back to me what they're seeing. Because so often we're not aware of our boxes. I wasn't for a really long time and there's still certain boxes. I mean, I'm all the time having new awarenesses of different ways that I've kind of been limited or the way I'm operating isn't necessarily true for me. And so 
one of the best things I've done for myself is put myself in a room with someone who can non-judgmentally, lovingly mirror back to me what's actually going on. Because when you're in your own life, you can't really always see it clearly. You can't see your own blind spots. And so to have someone who can help illuminate those for you and help you shift them when it gets really heavy and when you kind of want to give up and all the things like when your entire reality is turned upside down and you have no idea what's up and what's down anymore like to have someone there who can help anchor you is so 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 incredibly valuable and important so I would just recommend that as a support definitely have support kind of in place that you can lean on when you're starting to to explore these edges really because it just makes the process so much easier. You know, I think I mentioned that it was so difficult and hard, especially the first time around, but it doesn't have to be. And this is one of the ways that I think you can really set yourself up for success when you start to ask the bigger questions and really dig into the truth of yourself. So my invitation, always with an invitation, (laughs) is just to start to ask yourself the questions. Who are you? Who are you really? Is the way you're living really aligned with what you want? Do you even know what you really want? Because when you can start to answer those questions and align your life to the truth, oh man, it's kind of magical. (laughs) And I'll get more into that in later episodes as well, but I will leave it there for now. And now for the fun stuff. I love this part. It makes me smile every time. (laughs) What the fuck am I doing? So on this week's installment of what the fuck am I doing, just giving you a little life update, I guess. I'm currently gearing up to drive back down to Southern California again. Super quick trip this time, like four or five days. And y'all at this point in time, I've literally been home for about four or five days. (laughs) So been here not even a week. By the time I get back, I'll literally have driven back and forth four times in about two weeks, maybe a little more, which just feels kind of crazy. But this is just my life now. And I actually find it kind of fun, kind of exciting that I have the flexibility to do that, to just kind of drop whatever and go where I want when I want. Hashtag nomad life. (laughs) Yeah, I'm literally going down there just to see a concert. I'm actually pretty stoked. I'm starting 2022 off with my favorite artist of all time, Cascade. Shout out Cascade, (laughs) who will never listen to the show. But if you don't know, just for some context, why this is like kind of nuts is the drive from SoCal to where I am now, depending on where I start and where I finish is about six to seven hours. Also, depending on traffic, fingers crossed, knock on wood. I've been pretty lucky with traffic the past couple of times, so we'll see how it goes. But like that much driving, I'm sure for a lot of people would be a huge nope, like a non-starter. But something that I've actually kind of come to realize over the past, I don't know, maybe a year or two, I actually really, really love driving, like long drives. There's probably a point where it would get to be too long, but like it's, it's truly being by myself. One of the only times I think that I'm truly by myself fully in my own energy completely, you know, in my little car pod. And it's just so lovely to just not have anybody else around, just me with me. And something that I've actually been doing more recently is just not even having music on or a podcast on or anything, just listening to the sound of driving, which I think 
that especially a lot of people would be like, mm, no. <laughs> and it's actually funny. I used to think my dad was so fucking weird growing up because he would literally listen to nothing. Like it was very rare when we would listen to, you know, NPR or maybe a classical music CD or something like that. But usually it was just silence for whatever length of, of drive. And it would drive me bonkers because I'm like, how can you literally just listen to nothing for this long? But now I actually really appreciate it. I get so many like insights and downloads and I feel like I'm so creative when I'm driving in silence, which is actually a little annoying also as I'm saying that because, you know, you're driving and you can't necessarily act on all the ideas. But needless to say, lots of voice notes happen. <laughs> so I don't forget all the the juicy stuff that comes through. So anyway, that is my what the fuck am I doing update. I encourage you as always to if you have a what the fuck am I doing story, maybe yours, maybe something you've witnessed, please uh, DM me on Instagram at underscore Caitlin Kirkpatrick for a chance for your story to be featured on the show. I would love to share. And last but not least for today's show, my random musing fun fact whatever you want to call it for the day. So I lately, past couple days especially, well, really, I mean, my whole life in general, because I'm just endlessly fascinated by the human body. But specifically the past few days, I've just been so almost like awestruck by just the random fluctuations that the human body goes through, right? Like, so for, for some context, I have literally not been doing a whole lot it's the holidays, just giving myself the chance to relax and kind of just exist and not do, which has been feeling really, really lovely. But the past couple of days, despite doing pretty much nothing, like y'all, I'm not even going on walks right now, <laughs> just really being a little bit of a sloth. And I've just been so like ravenously hungry for the past couple of days for what seems like no reason. And I mean, clearly there's a reason there deep down somewhere, you know, my body wants the food for a reason. It needs the nourishment and all the things, but it's just so wild to me that, you know, I'm not even, I'm not even doing a whole lot. And yet it's just in its own rhythms, doing its own things. It's so intuitive and knows exactly what it needs. And I totally respect its rhythms and whatever it asks for, you know, I'm at the point where I just give it, but I don't know. It's just endlessly fascinating to me how much it changes from day to day, even when you aren't necessarily changing day to day. And I mean, that's a whole other can of worms, even as I say that, because we are cyclical beings, right? Men on a 24-hour cycle, women on 28-day or ish cycle. So there is a lot that's changing day to day. But, you know, for the past week or so, like I said, I really haven't been changing my activity or changing anything on paper that you can tell. And yet I feel so completely different in my hunger levels. And it's just amazing to me. I really just appreciate being in wonder about simple little things like that. You know, I think we could all use a little more wonder and awe in our lives over the little things. So just your friendly neighborhood reminder to be in awe of your body because it does some really cool stuff for you every day. Even when you have no idea what it's actually doing. <laughs> That's part of the fun of it, I guess. And I will leave you with that for today. I am so grateful that you listened all the way through. 
If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate it so, so much, and it helps me grow the show. And yeah, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. We will chat next time. Bye. Bye.